With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Gamerland <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Warsham. With me, as always, is the one, the only, the butter on my brown sugar Pop-Tart, the, the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. We have been friends too long because <laughs> just from the minor inflection of your voice, I thought Christopher Walken. And uh-huh. so you th- knew I was thinking Christopher Walken uh-huh. and you did more Christopher Walken. Yeah. Although my Christopher Walken, uh, that but was, is that what I was it, doing more of William Shatner pause, which is the same thing. Yeah. But it would. Oh, OK. I did you think William pa- Shatner like Christopher Walken would be more like, hello, welcome yeah. to the Game of Land podcast. Got it. So if you were to I'm write down <laughs> Christopher Walken, oh well, it should be William Shatner as always. Oh, that's is good. the one, the only, the the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. Human. <laughs> all I've got. That's my best William Shatner. I do impressions. Uh, uh, so you thought you thought William Shatner? Oh, well, I just I, I realized just pause. I hit a pause and you giggled and then I went with it. And it went, for, it went from there. That's what, it's, that's it's just. And then when I and then that's when I was like, oh, it's William Shatner kind of. But I'm not good at like the space. Yeah. The final frontier. That's like, pretty good. That's pretty good. Not, I've been I've been watching those. So yeah. Star Trek um, Confession as a long term, long as you know me, Star Trek's always been my jam, right? I, I'm pretty sure I have not seen all of the original episodes of the series outside of like as a very young child where I don't have them cataloged away. Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Enterprise. I know them pretty well. Inside and Out, Voyager. I'm missing a few episodes because I was in college and I don't care. But the original series, I, there are whole episodes where I'm like, I know that that exists because I read about it and they reference those episodes, but I don't have them. And so I've been going back thanks to Netflix and the oh. Blu-rays. And you know what? It's a bad show. <laughs> yeah. There's this. There's this. One. I really, I've always felt that way, and I always thought it's what made me not a good Star Trek fan because I always <laughs> thought the original series was. Eh, but next generation was oh, oh next generation uh, holds up uh, to a degree. There are elements of it that uh, don't quite hit right. Um, don't poop on my parade. No, but um, you you don't think next generation is good, or you think it is good? No, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, there, am I missing what you were talking about earlier? No, I, I was saying the original series. Yeah, is that's not what good. I was saying. Yeah, 
and and so there's this episode that was called um the and the children shall lead and i remembered it vaguely uh, but it's super dark and they suffer from these really weird beats in it where they beam down to the planet and there's just dead people everywhere so it's super chilling like why are there dead people everywhere and then children come out and start playing and dancing. And that's super chilling, too. But then it goes on for way too long. And they're, like, playing Ring Around the Rosie around Captain Kirk. And it's, like, about... Yeah, it's, like, 30 seconds of it of, like, he has one kind of reaction. And then another kind of reaction. And another... And you only know that it's over because the music starts swelling. And then it cuts to commercial. But then we come back from the space, Final Frontier, and... That's a cold open? That's the cold open. Wow. So that's chilling, right? Yeah. But weird, like, just goes on too long. Then it comes back from the cold open. They're in the same place, in the same place. But now all the bodies are gone, and they've been buried. And the children are there at some sort of mock funeral. So they've had, I mean, as if to say it's been a a day, but there's only been the three people on the planet. And, And were they the only one? Do they actually take the time to bury and then interview the kids? But the kids are still playing. It's like, what, what? What just happened? <laughs> it is a really long intro. So one could reason that they had the time to bury. I mean, I didn't maybe, see how many bodies. Uh, it's, an, it's like at least a hundred, uh, like around a dozen, a, a dozen. dozen yeah. I feel like you could definitely dig. Now, I don't think you could dig a dozen graves and give them like a proper yeah. funeral. That's like what you That's what we jump to. Like give is some to nice the, words yeah, to the end of the oh, proper so they funeral. Are their, they're their, they're okay. jumping to the end of the proper. Like yeah, you could do that in the, in the time because he pauses. Oh, there's so much space. pausing. So much pausing. The final frontier. These are the voyages <laughs> of the Starship Enterprise. It's just fascinating how, like, story logic has improved, that we watch that information and go, so later these kids start to take over the ship. And they they take the time to say that they're security guards, and we see them on screen, but then they're doing nefarious things as the security guards are watching them, and they don't intervene. So why have the security guards? It's just a different time in television writing. And you know, shortly after, like in World War II, they the scientists, top minds in the field, were looking at planes that survived, uh, you know, their bomber runs and stuff. And they're looking and they're like, "Wow, this plane, this plane made it." But look, it's got bullet holes in it, so it got hit. And you know, if we wanted to make impervious planes, then we should study where the bullet holes are on this plane and then put armor where those bullet holes were. Your face reveals it. Why would that be the solution? Clearly, this plane got hit and kept flying. So you put the armor where the bullet holes aren't. And that took somebody else in the room. Like, they had teams of people going, okay, yeah, I think we can put armor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're building the impenetrable plane. Why would you? <laughs> it was. Just, I'm just saying that people, we've gotten so much smarter even in two generations. Scientists, war veteran scientists. Wow. We're, we're sitting around going. It boggles my mind. It boggles your mind, right? Yes. Maybe they weren't high paid. Or it's just everybody was dumb in the 50s or 60s. I don't that? know. And so to keep it to Star Trek, then you fast forward to Star Trek Discovery. And the problem that I find or that I have a hard time wrapping my brain around is that the villains and the heroes are smart people. They're not caricatures, right? Like where they don't have a plastic two dimensional goal. And then they're completely blindsided by this thing that's pretty obvious that someone they're like they have layers to them. They have a plan A. They have a plan B. They can adapt if plan D B doesn't work. They have secondary options like our villains. If they're if they're just uh, apocalypse like the, from the X-Men, like, I just want to destroy the universe. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to do whatever it takes. It's pretty basic. Yeah. Right. But if they're the villains in Star Trek Discovery, it's like, oh, um, I don't even, first of all, 
Maybe you're not a villain. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you are good and justified in your actions. Is it? Do you think that that deviates too much from the Star Trek world? Like, do is it like? I get that what you're saying in comparison to old TV to now that yeah. it's an improvement, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you're uh, a franchise, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Is does that deviate? Do we want everybody to be an archetype and to be single focused? It's a good question. I, I think I think that there's enough. That's the genre. I I was going to say that there now there's enough TV where if you needed to be plastic and two dimensional, somebody else is making that. Right. And for them, they're like, if we're going to keep stay with the big dogs and compete with what's happening on like HBO or in cinema, then we're we're going to have to go to the next level. So, but that being said, yeah, I do kind of like I watch the next generation. I'm like. I, what, give me an animated series. Like, just let it be serialized. Be the the last ten years of the TNG generation, and like Captain Picard behind the desk, and like go for it. And I'll, I'll watch ten seasons of people doing more hackneyed, but why recycled? Why episodes. does it have to be animated? Oh, just because then you could do it forever. I was oh, thinking. Oh, because then the, yeah. it doesn't worry about how old the actors are. Yeah, don't, really you don't care about any of that. That's why I don't understand. It's easier to yeah. uh, do special effects. That's why, and, yeah, exactly. That's why uh, Simpsons can just keep rolling on three decades, four decades into it. They're like, well, okay, it's, a, yeah. it's easy. Everybody shows up dressed like you and I are right now. Oh. <laughs> Goes home with a million dollars. Yes. Cha-ching. That is the dream. <laughs> uh, hey, before we uh, do more of the show, I want to take a minute for anybody who has found this episode. Uh, because they can't get it on iTunes, uh, go to Gamerland or no blogtalkradio.com slash Gamerland podcast. How do I spell blog talk radio? B L O G T A L K R A D I O dot is a period, not D O T. Got it. Can uh, I buy a vowel? Yes. What one would you like? A. Mm, you've already got it. Oh, okay. Can I buy it again? Yes. <laughs> Just what it, I'm wondering if there aren't more vowels for me to buy. There are, and I apologize for not giving you all of the A's. I knew it, Pat Sajak! That's on me. You're my father! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, go to blogtalkradio.com slash Gamerland Podcast, and you can get the episodes there. For some reason, iTunes isn't working, and I'm sending emails to tech support people, and I thought it was just a thing where it's going to take a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but something happened. I don't. Everything was working great. It sure was. Since November, right? When Ironically. Again, and now all of a sudden, nothing. It's for our Easter uh, slash April Fool's episode. Yeah. So, oh, maybe. I it's, wish that was intentional because that would make our show really smart. May, oh, that would be funny if there oh, is no April Fool's. We're just Fool's 60s television. We're so <sighs> basic and one dimensional. I don't know. But we're see, basic in the hood sense. To be fair, like, though. so basic. They had some really avant garde stuff in the 60s. Like, while that. It was easy to be avant garde. All you do is kiss a black lady. You're like, what? You're cutting edge. <laughs> but I meant, like, you look. What's a Man on the Moon? What's that movie about? Uh, what's Andy that? Kaufman? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a little later, early 70s. But they, like, his stuff, still out there. Like, it takes a little bit for your brain to kind of I get always, around it. Because here's the thing. It's, I, I watched this uh, documentary, The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. Have you seen it on uh-uh, HBO? It's no. really good. Gary Shandling is in Gary Shandling's show? Yes. And they talk about how Gary Shandling created this sitcom that was very revolutionary. And they feel opened the world to these single camera kind of documentary style shows like Modern Family, The Office, and all of that. Like he Wait, was which the one? one? This is it, the Gary Shandling show. You might be thinking of the Larry Sanders show, which was his other show, which was a show about people who were putting on a talk show. 
No, that's the one. I was thinking about the Gary Shandling show. The Gary Shandling show was super weird, and he was... It was like a sitcom. He it would was talk a three to camera the camera shoot, all the, Yes, but he would talk to the camera. Oh, I see. And he would saying. break the scene mm. and break the fourth wall. It was a deconstruction of the sitcom. Because at that point, it had peaked. It, Correct. He was jumping the shark. As they were. were making fun of sitcoms yeah. where they would say, like, oh, so-and-so is going to be my wife, and they're having a problem for the purposes of this story arc. Like, yeah, yeah, That yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. joke would be in the show. Yeah. And he would say it would like, play some, today really well. It's like it's yes. like uh, alternative comics. Something kind of uh, something would happen. I remember they played a clip in the documentaries that uh, Judd Apatow put together, and he would be like, "I really don't want to be here right now." So we just started walking out off so of the great. set, and they had just bushes. And he goes, "So I think I'm going to go to the beach. That sounds really good." And what's great is that in te- here in Hollywood, yeah. if you want to get to the beach, all you have to do is walk through a Christmas tree farm. And then he comes out on the other side <laughs> and he's at the beach, and, goes, and I'm at the beach. Like, <laughs> I should rewatch that show. So I went back. And- I could still sing the theme song though. I yes, was doing it before. You were right. Going, yeah, this is the Gary, Gary show. show. The opening theme to Gary show. And they do stuff Gary like that. Gary called me up and asked if I would write his theme song. We're almost <laughs> to the part where I will start to whistle. This is the theme to Gary Shandling show. Yeah, then he whistled. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't seen the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale on Netflix, they do something very similar mm. where they had they had lyrics like, nobody watches the credits on Netflix. Like, right. <laughs> You're just waiting for that counter to countdown or on to your next show already. <laughs> and, then, and then they did that for like three episodes. And then they go... So we guess we learned that people do watch the credits because you're paying attention. So we changed the lyrics to this song. Like, and, and now and they'll do that for a couple episodes and then they change them again. Oh, that's clever. That's it's clever. fun. And, uh, but anyway, so I was watching, as this, you were saying, I was watching this documentary and then they talked about the Larry Sanders show and I didn't go back to try and find the Gary Shandling show, but Larry Sanders, because of this documentary is available on HBO go. And mm. we watched the first episode and it's funny because when you get to watch highlights in a documentary, everything is funny. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and his standup is also very funny. And I even it even that's stood it, the test funny. of time. And it's funnier when you from the perspective of the documentary because you get to know him. So it's easier yeah. to connect to the material. And what year go was back that show out? The pilot, oh, the 90s, I want to say, early, uh, early no, 90s. No, I thought earlier. Well, Gary Shandling might yeah. have been earlier, but Larry yeah. Sanders I think, was early 90s. I'm, I'm going to say like 86. Because he, it was some, it, he started the Larry Sanders show after uh, he lost the late night gig. Yeah. Where it was going to be like him uh, was going to, he was potentially going to replace uh, David Letterman mm, that's after right. yeah, the yeah, Tonight yeah. Show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the Gary Shandling show was going on when he was guest hosting with Jay Leno uh, for to potentially be Carson's replacement. And he it, couldn't yeah. do the sitcom and the Tonight Show. So that's why he ended up not. He just kind of bowed out oh. of being the host of the Tonight Show. Now, oh, no, interesting. It doesn't mean that he would have necessarily been that. Did you? But. I love biopics. Did yes. you see uh, The Late Shift? Yes. It, you and I have had many a conversation about The Late Shift. Oh, have we when, really? Yeah, when we were in college, that's all uh, you would talk yeah. about. Really? I love biopics. I watched The Founders. If I remember, know? it's the reason why you applied for an internship at David Letterman. No, it was because it was open. Oh, God. <laughs> then, but then good what connection. What happened was, I thought that's why. I was no. like, maybe he likes Letterman more than I I would think. have been a terrible intern for David Letterman because I never watched his show. Yeah. I watched Carson a ton as a kid, yeah. but I never watched Letterman. And you weren't a talk show guy. I wasn't a talk show guy, yeah. but I would have I would have become one as fast. As I, I would also have gone to New York. It was a bad plan all around. <laughs> God really knew what he was doing. Well, you throw you throw out some ideas. That's pretty much sticks, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to. I almost got an internship on The Simpsons. Oh. And by almost, I mean, we oh. asked somebody and they said no. 
It's as homeless as it gets. <laughs> in L.A., absolutely. There are lots of people who don't even have an almost because they right. never heard back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We got to know. So that's that's like that's pretty much a yes. I, I think it's somewhere in a box here, but I have my rejection letter to The Tonight Show because I submitted. Yeah. And in, uh, we've my manager even got notes. Oh, like, wow. Where I was like, because I thought he didn't even see my DVD. And she goes, no, they watched it because they gave us some notes. And they said that the material is okay, but he's too green for The Tonight Show. To you are too green to my yeah, manager, yeah, but yeah, in the yeah, in the yeah. in the form letter, it's just like thank you for your submission. Unfortunately, uh, we are not looking for oh, anybody. Well, so that that show. was an invitation to try again in a few years. Yeah. Did you did you did you did you do that? Nope. Okay. Didn't even get an almost on that one. Because I, <laughs> I, I left my representation, and then if mm. I don't have if you don't have representation, it's it's impossible. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like yeah, I would have yeah. had to be at the Comedy Magic Club on a night that Bob or Ross were there. In order to even and you know what? There's there's the twelve other show. guys that are doing that exactly. every night. And if they anyway. find out Bob and Ross are there, they're not putting my ass up yeah, there. That's there's right. No way. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, way yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So I was a guy who I would go out on the road, but when I was at home, I wouldn't go up at home a lot because I wanted to be home with my kids. Yeah, I had this conversation with my son today after football practice where, you know, they're both kind of struggling at football and uh and I was trying to tell him like it's not easy. I go and he wants to be a professional football player. And I and he's debating whether or not he plays tackle. And I said, well, you got to play tackle because you got to figure out if you want to do that. I go, yeah. I love football, but I found out when I started playing tackle, I didn't like hitting people yeah. and I didn't like getting hit. That's a but big ingredient. Yeah. Yep. And he says, well, I don't like that either. And I said, well, you don't know because you haven't tried it. And I said, and if that's what you want to do for a living, you better figure that out now. I said, because yeah. imagine if you know now at nine that that's not for you, then you could put your effort towards something yeah, else yeah, yeah. and start focusing on that. And I said, it's like when I was in first grade, the old. You know what's thing- great is that there are 29 year olds. There are thir- there are 49 year olds still asking that question. Yeah. What you're what you're proposing to your nine year old. Right. What now. do you mean? Figure that out now. And then you don't have to worry about that later. Figure out that you don't want this thing. Right. Like I see football. I want to play football. Right. I don't want to play football, but I want to be on TV. Yeah. I, right. I want to wear I want to be a part of a uniform. I want people to love me. Right. Right. There are 29 year olds that see that well, and 29. think 29. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you're saying 20 with an X nine year olds like there were. No, only, no, no. Was like, <laughs> why would there only be 29 year olds in the USA that want to play professional <laughs> no, football? I wonder why this was hitting dead air. No, there are 29 year olds. Yeah. There are there are people that have aged 20 more years Correct. than your nine year old yes. that are in that same box that are tr- striving for something and don't realize that they're not moving forward because they don't actually want it. Yeah, I've, and that, I'm a big I'm a big advocate of that. It's like you, whatever it is you want to do. We've had people who listen to the show that uh, they've sent us emails that say because they listen to the show, they just reached out to people who worked at video game yeah. companies and then it turned to either animation gigs or yeah. working with people in developing games. And, and they give us residual checks. Right. They send us bottles of wine. It makes it all worthwhile. Foot massages. Oh, the chocolate. <laughs> so much. When they support all our GoFundMes that we rattle <laughs> off now. <laughs> Did you finish your thought on... Uh, you're nine year old. Oh, so I said the, I go, I wanted to be a stand up comic when I was yeah. in first mm. grade. Yeah, that yeah. was the gig I wanted to be. And it took me until I was 27 to fig to try it mm-hmm. really. I mean, I tried it once when I was 16 and I bombed. So I went away. That doesn't count. And then I, and I go, and I go, but here's the thing. I said, because if you don't wait, I said, I got into it and I was good at it and I yeah. figured out a way to be good at it. But the thing that I could not have figured out until I was doing it was that I like being a dad more. Right. I like, uh, and I actually just, my dad just kind of broke this down for me because I kind of felt like I was giving up on my comedy ambition. Mm. And, uh, and I said, maybe I'm, maybe I have a talent that I'm wasting because I do feel it's the only thing I'm good at. Like Mm. I do feel that about myself and I feel like it's kind of been my purpose, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
And, and I said, but I said, here's the thing. I like being able to coach these football games and teams mm. with you. I like building that fort in the backyard. I like snuggling on the couch and watching a series of unfortunate events with you oh, yeah. way more than I like going to San Antonio and making people laugh. Mm. And I said, and I'm not going to lie. I miss it. I, yeah. there's, there's a, there's a lot of joy that I get out of making people laugh at people coming up to me. And especially for some reason, people coming up to me and say, I almost peed my pants. I laugh so That's hard. Cool. Yeah. Would always like fill my soul. If yeah. That yeah, makes yeah. Sense, yeah right? Totally. Very much so. And, uh, and I said, and I don't, I don't have that anymore because it's more important to me that I'm around you and your yeah. mom. Yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah. a, that's a bigger deal. And I said, so, but if I didn't try doing stand up, I wouldn't have learned that about myself. And, and then you could have sat around uh, building forts and watching series of I... and resenting them because yeah. you could have idolized the other one and thought, man, I could be, I, I could be making people pee right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> or, or resist damn the these, urge to. Damn these kids. <laughs> uh, and he said, well, could have gotten goes, an underwear deal. He said, well, who wouldn't want to be home with their kids? Because uh, he was asked about like other comics. Yeah. And I said, well, I go, here's the thing. It's not that all comics don't want to be home with their kids. They still love their kids just as much as I love you. No. It's just that the comedy is very important. It's the thing I, that makes them feel fulfilled. That's very kind of you. That's also not entirely true. What do you mean? Well, not every parent loves their children to the capacity. Oh, that not you love every. Yours. No, yeah. but I, I. Here's the thing. In my, in my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think for five seconds on this. Four, three, two, one. Yeah. Idea. I, th- I think in my perspective, my my spectrum sphere of influence. Mm, that's a better oh, way of putting yeah, it. That's good. The comics that I came across that had kids. They loved their kids yeah. just as much as I love my kids, right? Yeah. But okay. they, their desire to be a part of uh, their life to the degree that I am yeah. was not something that they loved. Like what came with all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. liked, they felt like their job was to be a dad and they would be just as much in like, here's life. I'm going to teach you the hard knocks mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. of these things and having fun with them. And then actually being a comedian gives you a lot of time to be able to do that because when you're not on the road, you're home. And yep. you're home all day. You only right. go out at night when they go to bed kind of a thing, right? Yep. So they had all that, but there there seemed to be a difference that they, I told, this is the way I put it to him. I said, they need, they need that thing of yeah, going yeah, out yeah, on the yeah, road yeah. more than I need it. And, and you are satisfied by being with your children. I am. I, yeah. I am. And, That's and beautiful. Having, having my dad kind of break that down for me really, I think, helped me to solidify that. I'm so glad I, tr- out of all the comedian friends I've ever had, yours is the most... <laughs> Human? Wait, am I the only one? But he cut improv. You've had a ton. No, of I haven't done him. That's why yeah. I'm saying you're the most. I human. might go back to doing why, uh, some th- improv that's shows. The, Wouldn't that be fun? Yes, finally. I've been waiting for this moment for ten years. <laughs> why do you need me to do an improv show? Because I want to do improv with people that I care about. Oh, I'm okay. tired of doing improv with strangers and stuff. Let's do. Turn off this microphone. Let's go do an improv <laughs> All right, show. Come see us at a venue near you. <laughs> okay, bye. I don't know now, but uh, I'm not saying that now. I'm just saying that it, it entered my mind that. But it wouldn't it be fun. I have dreams regularly. Just to do it as a hobby, like yes. not have to worry about teaching Which workshops is, or just be the guy who yeah. used to come in and play comedy sports with us and yeah. just dick around. I, I literally have dreams about that's why about I wanted doing to do shows. this again, just to come in and dick around and it. have some fun. Let's do it. Turn off I'm the microphone. Too much. Okay, we're doing it. Let's talk about games. I got an exciting stump when we come back from the oh. break. We're going to talk about video games on Gamerland also, Podcast. for anybody who, uh, again, when you listen to this, I know we're going to the Discord, and I, that helps our international listeners. But if in any way we've hosed somebody who likes to do the phone number more than they do Discord, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why you wouldn't want to just go to bit.ly slash, or is it bit.ly.com slash Gamerland yeah. Discord. It is easier, but you do have to download technology. If you, if you don't want to do that, 
You know what? Leave us a voicemail. Yeah. Tell us that you that you would call in. 877-222-8323, and you can leave us a voicemail. There's somebody on Facebook, I remember sending a message, that they've sent it to this number, but they still can't leave I a voicemail. I think they're using the old phone number. 877-222-8323. I can lead a horse to water, but I'm not going to give up my P.O. box every time someone asks. <laughs> both of those punchlines were good, and I'm sorry we stepped on no, each other. No, we gave them to, simultaneously, <laughs> and was, both were heard. It was a stereoscopic. <laughs> our, our improv comedy was so high. Super efficient, laser focused. Uh, we'll take a break. Do some uh, the stamping game that we play with people who call in only on Discord, not on the phone. We really should shorten the time. It's just called Stomp. Oh, so good. Dude, that that hook in there is good. How did he do that? He hit two notes at once. My beat. This was the theme to Gary Shandling show. Oh, they just double tracked it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That's not that's unhumanly possible. Yeah, I was all impressed. Speaking of double tracking, well, no, it's not worth it. Never mind. <laughs> hey, let's stump. Yeah, let's play. Let's got stump. a very so, exciting game of stump. Let's see who we got here in the Discord. Uh, we got AJ Assassin, Crimson A, Demon King Zane, Diamond Jack, Dog Dragon Lover, Doodle Noodle, Hater, Mahogany Vince, Matthew Skate Mage, uh, Skate Mage. We recently played with him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sly Daniels, uh, Snookum's Gal, and something. <laughs> All right, there's our winner. I knew you're gonna pick it just because I laughed. <laughs> now they know the game. Pick a name that makes Kevin Can, laugh. But I just don't want the them to change their name every five. They seconds. will. They will. All they right. All well, will. until then, I'll adapt. Yeah, that's right. I will adapt, and, and you'll change your plans. Uh, although I tried to drag something in there, and then she didn't go. Uh, or they didn't go. I'm sorry, probably. I already gave a gender, and you know, because I said she, I'm going to be wrong. Who is this something? Um, oh! You na- yeah, right. come on! Something. That's, that's a point well, for me. Well done, something. That's a point for me. You lose something. Something. Welcome to the show. Are you a longtime listener or first-time caller? Uh, first time. First-time listener? Yeah. Wow. What brought you to the land of Gamerland? Just I happened to join the server because I was on um, the Discord server on YouTube, and then I just happened to stumble upon the podcast. Uh, welcome to the show, something. We're glad to have you here. So we're doing a podcast. I'm not. I'm oh, not glad to have Justin you Justin openly hates all of our contestants. You are an opponent, and you will be crushed. <laughs> we do a game show called Stump. The only rule is every time we play it, I change the rules. So in tonight's edition of Stump, I have two questions and something you get to choose. You may either choose or challenge. Oh, I should have done something. Yeah. Uh, Try again. Ready? Choose or challenge. We have one effect. That's we good. I like it, though. All it's right, worth good. it. And something, if you choose to answer the question, you can get a point 
or no points on your round. If you challenge, you may choose the topic to challenge to Justin. Like Jeopardy almost. Yeah, but it kind of inverted. And uh, if you challenge them, uh, you get a point if he gets it wrong. Is that annoying to someone who creates something that we have this natural desire to go, it's like this? Probably. I'm I think sorry. if you're like the snap, oh, you mean me? Well, I thought you meant I'm Jeopardy. to anybody, but I'm just saying like, well, you came up with this whole concept for this game, and then I go, it's like this thing that's but, already been but done, it is. even though it's not. It's like, fair because it's a grammar. Creativity is a grammar. We'll come back to that. That's right. a really good point. It's I want to talk about that. Something. It's something. <laughs> good job, something. <laughs> so something. Oh, if you, man, I'm mad. I like her. <laughs> something. If you challenge Justin and he gets it right, you lose two points in that round. All right. Do you understand the rules? I think so. Here we go. Your first two uh, categories are Star Wars or Star Trek. Something Uh-oh. you may choose to answer one Star of those two Wars. questions, or you may choose to challenge Justin to one of those two questions. Oh. <laughs> that, that's like uh, that other game show. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Do you choose or challenge? <laughs> um, oh, that was funny. I challenge. You challenge. You challenge Justin to Star Wars or oh, Star Trek. That's so good. Star Trek. Star Trek. All oh, right. That's a bad choice. So, that is a bad choice for you, something. If Justin gets this wrong. You know what? Wrong, you're going to wish something. You're going to wish you had chose something else. <laughs> if Justin yeah. gets this wrong, you get a point. If he gets it right, you lose two points right off the bat. Star Trek is the category. Justin, yep. what game do Ferengis play on Deep Space Nine that Quark called so nuanced no computer can master it? And I'll tell you this. If you coach the Tigers in South, uh, South Carolina, you'd really like it. I am so mad. Yeah. That I forgot. Do I don't even get a multiple choice? Nope. In this? That's it. It's stump. Choose or challenge. I could either choose that or I could. No, make... not in this round. Oh, okay. You're either going to lose points. Oh, I'm going to gain them. You're either. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to so, Something's is... either going to win points or be stumped. Oh, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. I'm not even. I'm, even, I'm, not, I'm so frustrated that I can't even do the, the entertaining choice of guessing uh, something. Something would have been it. Uh, no, the answer is Dabo. Dabo. And I here's the deal. Uh, the coach of the Tigers in South Carolina is Dabo. Why would it's, I know that? I, I try to add a hint in there. Is that the football coach? Yeah. Of the uh, one of the universities there. When How I, did you find that? Because I Googled Dabo and that guy came up. Oh, okay. So I was like, hey, that's a nice hint for those. Uh, uh, Dabo or something. You gain one big point. Woohoo. Oh, <laughs> Good oh, job. Boy. All right, Justin, your round to score points. You may choose DC or Marvel, and you may choose to choose or challenge. I am going to also choose to challenge. You're going to challenge, and you're going to challenge them to DC or Marvel. I'm going to challenge something to uh, DC. DC. All right. How did I do? How did I do something? Did I nail it? <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Are you? Are you feel? You feel thrown off balance? No. Oh. <laughs> That's not nailing it, then, jerk. <laughs> All right. So Justin can either get uh, one point or negative two points. Uh, something. Oh, man, I'm already two points down. No, you're. Yeah, you're one point down. Uh, oh. In the uh, DC man, universe, I'm going to be two points down. <laughs> <laughs> what was Superman's first appearance? God. Ah, come on! Yeah. I, assume was, I assume it was in a comic book. What? That's what? not doesn't wow. count. She can't say that. Did she? What did she say? She said, "I'm assuming in a comic book." Yeah. What? What? What was no, the first appearance? No, you got to know the name. Yeah, that's that's the question. Oh, what was oh, his first something. appearance? I'm gonna crush you at this game. You understand? I'm gonna own you so hard. <laughs> so close. Oh, now. it's gonna hurt. Something. I five. Remember, four. I remember 
Three, two, something. You are so bad. The answer is Action Comics ni- number one in 1938. Yeah. Oh, I would have gone Detective Comics. So yeah. I'm glad I didn't get that. <laughs> Justin, you get one point for yeah. challenging. <laughs> so we're even Steven something. You feel that? That's me nipping at your heels. All right, something. You may choose or challenge tennis <laughs> or women's apparel. <laughs> By the way, these are both areas that I excel in. <laughs> so you are hosed again. Tennis or women's apparel? Oh, no. Uh, I challenge women's apparel. Challenging oh, women's that was, apparel. That was the worst choice of those two for you to, to pick. To Justin. <laughs> Justin, what brand started the no photoshopping of a model's movement? No photoshopping um, of a model. Yeah, these these this particular brand does not photoshop their models. How is this game care connected? Yep. Oh, <laughs> is it not? Well, you have to answer the question. What f- what clothing? No photoshopping of models. I was gonna. My first guess was Lululemon, but that doesn't have anything to do with video games. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say it's uh, Nintendo. Uh, incorrect. <laughs> the answer was American Eagle lingerie. <laughs> American Eagle. What does that have to do with games? Who said it had anything to do with games? I hate this game. This is so <laughs> stupid. This is what it's come so to. So far, you guys each get a point for challenging Skate each other. Mage in the chat room says Action Comics doesn't Photoshop their models. Yeah. Thanks a lot. All right, it's Justin. Right, providing a thread to this. You may choose or challenge. Here are your categories. Oh, Garden- I get to choose after hearing the categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garden Warfare 2, Guild Wars 2. Oh, I'm going to choose. I'm going to go Garden Warfare 2. You're going to choose to yeah. answer Guild Wars 2 yeah. or Garden Warfare 2. In this Plants vs. Zombie series, what is the name of the zombie apocalypse survivor that provides you with game tips? This is game related. So. I know it's game related. It's a, it's a video really game thought. that we talk about a lot. Why couldn't it have been the person? It is the person. No, it's not the person. It's the zombie. No, no, no. It's the guy. It's the guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dave. Uncle Dave? Uh, Uncle Phil. uh, Herb? We're going to give you a half point. (laughs) What did I get wrong? Crazy Dave. His name is Crazy Dave. Yeah, yeah. I said the zombie apocalypse survivor. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and if if I'm wrong, then I will lose points posthumously, and there will be an asterisk next to my soon-to-come uh, victory in this game as yep. I crush something spirit and her will to live. In the the idea that uh, in the books that they have yep. for kids, that there's kids that it's his, their uncle, and he speaks gibberish through the whole yeah, book, he which does. is very it funny. Is. All right. We're just going to give you one point. We'll call it Dave. It's close enough. All right. The, they tend to call I'll him crazy. All right, no, it's good. It's good. We're going that. to double points How in the bonus round. How many points she had right now? It's tied. Uh, oh. oh no, wait. You got you got a point. You got a or, yeah, because you answered that right. So you each have um, one point. Oh so boy, something. So you each are you ha- breaking sorry. out in a flop sweat yet? yet? No. Okay, something. Here's uh, in round two. The point pal- values are doubled. It's the same questions. Uh, with the categories, and now you can it's choose or challenge. Choose, choose or challenge, right? Uh, yeah, no, she get, uh, she gets to do it again. Yes, so choose or challenge. Your categories are Star Wars or Marvel. Oh, for a second uh, I thought it was the same thing. Uh, it is the same thing. You're challenging. Yeah. Yeah, oh, challenging I see what you did. Now I get it. I'm an idiot. You're challenging Star Wars to Justin. All right, it's a bad choice. Challenging Star Wars to Justin. Justin. What was the first ever Star Wars video game to be released? 
the first ever Star Wars video game to be released. Oh, I love man. it when you try to think of the answer. You look at the computer. You're not Googling. No, I'm not Googling. I'm actually you... not looking at the computer right now. I was looking for this. It is the best birthday present ever to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who that is? No. But... Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, first Star Wars. Oh, it's a, it was a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if Justin gets this wrong, you lose four points something. If I'm I, sorry if he gets this right. right? You lose four points. Oh, I want to crush her so bad. If he gets it right, wanna, he gets two I just, points. I just want, I want to make someone cry on this show in this game. <laughs> I don't feel like it's her because she seems she sounds at least a little dead inside. When I asked her if she was breaking out in a flop sweat, she very easily said no. So I haven't done my job you, of getting in her head. You're, just, you're doing a lot of my Are you things. nervous about my ability to answer this question something? No. Oh, <laughs> Do you Who know the answer these calls? to this? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the answer to the question something? Maybe. Oh. What the hell does that mean? Maybe. You can't answer the question? I, I think she's better at mind games than you are. Can I get a quarter of a point by knowing nope. it was a first-person shooter unless no. I'm wrong and then I'll lose five points? No. Oh. No, there's no haggling. Um, I'm going to go with Star Wars, the video game. <laughs> you know what? Funny enough, if that's wrong, <laughs> the game is called Empire Strikes Back. Oh! <laughs> And it was on the Atari 2600. <laughs> I had no hope. I had no hope. Negative four. Or you get uh, you get two points, something. All right, Justin, you name out, choose to choose or challenge. Your topics are mm-hmm. tennis or Guild Wars 2. And if I challenge her she and gets it wrong, she also loses four points, which would make me the winner. Uh, we have one more round, so there's oh, no okay. points to go. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm going to challenge. Uh, I'm going to challenge her. You're going to challenge her. Yeah. To which category? Oh, tennis. I get to pick her yeah, category. Tennis or Guild Wars Two. I'm going to give her Guild Wars Two. Oh, you're so mean. I am mean. All right. Have you ever played Guild Wars Two? Uh, something. I have, but not for very. I'm going to choose tennis. Nope. Too late. <laughs> Damn it. All right, <laughs> but this is going to suck for you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to edit this part out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to suck for something. Hey, uh, so I'm a huge Guild Wars Two fan. Something. If you listen to the show at all this year, you would know that I talk about it in a segment that's coming up right after this, um, in which I talk about my favorite character. Uh, there are nine professions in Guild Wars Two. Uh, I have characters for all of them, but my main character is Karina North. What profession is she? That's, you, that's where you answer know. the question is right there, right here. Well, you right could just here. take a guess if you know the professions based on what you know of my personality uh, and the name Karina okay, North. Wait, wait, let, me, let me think for one second. Which means Stop Google. Tyler, you are so bad. <laughs> She's I don't Googling. want to hurt your feelings. I just want you to be sorry that you exist. <laughs> Googling answers. Professions of Guild Wars 2. <laughs> Three, two, one, something. Your answer is. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the answer, Justin. The answer is uh, a sorcerer. Oh wow, you're really lucky. No, elementalist. Dang it, elementalist. Oh, and you're it. my friend. I know, but I. <laughs> I also listen to no, all of them, though. That's fair. That's you rattled fair. off all of them. That I have, but to not know that she's an elementalist, I also would have taken Weaver and Tempest because those are her I elite have known skills. Those two. Yeah, I, knew it, it was I do a, a magic thing. thing. Here's the deal: we, you have a completely tied score right now yep, as we so go into the next. Right here. Yep. So choose your challenge. Something. Something. <laughs> Don't get nervous. Choose or challenge. Your topics remaining are Marvel or tennis. Oh, come on. Daddy liked you uh, both, so go ahead. Challenge tennis. Oh, so challenge tennis. 
So, for all the marbles. Andre Agassi. We'll never know what our Marvel question was. What? Until next week. We round. can't even do it for fun? Sure, we can do it for funsies. All right. But then there's no way of having a winner if you just always have. What's that? Okay, let's go. No, I'm saying for fun. Like sure. We, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For funsies. Yeah. Tennis. Justin. Yep. This is for all the marbles. Serena Williams, who won her first Grand Slam singles in the in title in the U.S. back in 1999, appeared in what Adam Sandler film? <laughs> uh, it's I, if I was to guess, yeah, it would be uh, my first guess is uh, Billy Madison because that's the mm-hmm. one where he plays golf mm-hmm. and she's known for crushing it. I am. But I but here's the thing, yeah. I really think it's the one, but I can't pull the name. Yeah. It's, or no, Happy Gilmore is the one. Mm-hmm. It is, so because Billy Madison is the one where he's like a rich kid and has to go back to school. If ever, so, yeah. so I'm going to go with Happy Gilmore. I'm sorry, you were wrong. Is <laughs> it Billy Madison? It was Pixels. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she was in Pixels. You know, the the uh, the movie about video games? Yeah. <laughs> well, you threw that in there. It's like, what did lingerie have to do with video games? What does lingerie not have to do with video games? What do you also, wear when you play games? Lingerie. Also, I she, think I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> she was in the pilot episode of Korra. Are did you, you know that? Are you wearing uh, lingerie, right lingerie while video gaming? Like, I butter my Pop-Tarts? Yes. Like, am I the only <laughs> Absolutely. one? Absolutely. Absolutely. Something. Did you know the answer to that question? Uh, I believe I did. No, no, come. Don't all right. believe you did. Something for. Shut the hell up. For bonus points. This is for all the. Uh, uh, so you won the game. Congratulations. Now to get the car at the end, you know, like uh-huh. at the end of the Wheel of Fortune, you can answer this question and you can double your winnings. Yep. All right. With this one question. Give me three out of five of the original X-Men in the 1967 uh, comic Uncanny X-Men. Now, that's a comic book. Something. The original. The original. No, something gets to do it, not you. Oh. No. I could write them down. Let's see here. Justin's going to write them down. Uh, Uncanny? It's the original X-Men. Who are three? Give me at least three of the five original X-Men. Something. Do you have an answer to double your winnings? It would be... uh, Three, two, one. Something. um, We lost something. Are you Googling it? No, 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 no. Liar. Terrible. I'm not. I feel like I'm. <laughs> is it is it hard I'm to actually, resist I'm the urge? I'm trying to think like really hard right now. Is it <laughs> is it really hard to resist the urge to uh, to Google? Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Yes, it's very hard to resist that. I'm trying um, to. I know. I know two of them. I think. I'm trying to remember the chick's name. Oh, got it. The the professor guy. He doesn't count. Xavier. It doesn't count. But he that's does not count because he was not count? a member of the X Men. No. He was not an X Men. That's he like was... saying Alfred is the same as Robin and Batman. Yeah. Although in the Batman Lego movie, he was part of the team. So yeah, I know, but that's Legos. Fuzzy. Those aren't real. It's a little fuzzy. Even in the, even they know it's not real. The villain is a cat. Justin, give me three of the five. Original. Cyclops, Beast, and Jean Grey. That's correct. Except she was not Jean Grey at the time. She was oh. Marvel Girl. Marvel Girl. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Can I get half credit for that? Uh, yes, you may. All right. It was all also right. Angel and Iceman were the original team. All right, you beat me something. Uh, so congratulations. Yay! No, she gets the yay. <laughs> So since you win on our uh, stump show, you now get to ask us a question or you can tell us a story. You get the show for like, you know, 60 seconds or so. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I will say that I have always been a huge fan of Sly Cooper. So oh, thank you. Yeah. It was like, obviously we don't get a lot of Sly out. fans on this show. I feel, <laughs> you know, we you'd actually think we'd have more. Our demographic is uh two fifths Sly fans. Two fifths only. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like it should be at least fifth fifth. I know, right? Probably it's probably like nine fifth. It's probably all Sly fans. Like I used to, I don't know, but I used to like mimic the voices <gasps> of like the villains of the, of the villains. Can we hear one? Yeah, yeah, come on, give us some, give I, us some. Okay. Uh, Do the Grizz. Let's see who does the no, Grizz. No, you or me? No, the, get from the kids. You miss Ruby? Can you do Miss Ruby? Yeah, Miss Ruby. All right, do um, it. I can feel that Koopa vibe coming. Nice. Most distastefully bad juju. <laughs> well done. I don't remember what Sly's response was. It's something catty, I'm sure. Otherwise, I'd give it to you. Do you, do you remember what Sly says <laughs> yeah, so back? I it up on YouTube. I, that's what I did. I, I feel like I saw it recently watching someone Twitch it. Uh, and I can't remember. Maybe when we do this Twitch stream later this week. So, you know, I'm, I'm on Google. <laughs> I'm on Twitch. Uh, I'm actually doing the next Sly Cooper stw- uh, Twitch stream this Wednesday night at 830 Pacific time. Give uh, them a date because it depends yeah, on when they get That's this. right. I was going to do that. Yeah, you, I'm, you're better at this than I am. No, I'm not. April 11th at 8.30 p.m. Pacific time. Will you be watching something? Of course. Nice. Please say hi. You refer to yourself as something. And we'll <laughs> hang will. up. So we'll see. I don't know what game I'm going to do next. Uh, maybe it'll be Miss, uh, the Miss Ruby level. Are you also maybe. known as something on Twitter? Uh, I am. Really? That's impressive. That's an impressive handle to grab. Oh, well, you can name yourself anything. You're, you're handling your name. available, though. No, your name can be anything. Your handle is different. Really? But mm-hmm. it can't be repeated. There can't be more than one at something. No, you can change. So it'll say so-and-so, like an email name. It'll put it in parentheses. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. new? You just look up something, and I think it's the same yeah. profile picture that I have on Discord. Yeah, so you can name yourself anything, and then your handle yeah. is a different thing. We broke your What's brain. your Twitter handle, then? Let me check that really quick. <laughs> She's doing research. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. We lost her. See, that, so bad. that joke is because people used to use phones to talk. Uh-huh. And when you did, they created a dial tone in between conversations. And that's how you knew that someone had left. I did not know that. Yeah, it's because Skype uh, is also old. <laughs> and people don't use that either. You, you want to hear something fun about uh, what I'm doing? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to add a phone to the house. Mm. Right. So that we have a, a landline that oh, yeah. way yeah. in case uh, we need to run an errand or something real quick. My boys are old enough that they could call one of us if yeah. something came up or they Why had not a just get them cell something. phones. Well, that's what I was thinking is that I was going to add a landline to the house. But instead, what I'm doing is I'm using one of my old iPhones and I'm calling it a landline and I'm just adding it to my uh, my account. So there will be a, an iPhone plugged into a charger just sitting that's on great. an end table. That's a great idea. And it just makes me laugh because then if they get older and they go out with friends or something like that, they could take it with them. With them. Uh, and I can know where they are or they could call me if they need something or whatever. That's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you do have a landline, though, they're great in case of a power outage during an earthquake because their lines are different. Well, I was going to get an Internet-based phone, but I didn't yeah. do that because if the Internet went down, I was like, you I'm going to get a no. landline, but the cell phone is cheaper. Yeah, that's true. Something. What's your Twitter handle? I hung up on her and put her back, but I can go back. Uh, oh, you really put her away? Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought she was being real quiet. No, I hung up and uh, I muted everything. You did, so, you... All right, you're back. What's your Twitter handle? Something. At respect, hate, love. At respect, what? Hate, love. Re- oh, respect, hate, love? Yeah. Got it. That's a, that's also a decent handle. Well done. Thanks I for playing I something. <laughs> I talked over you. What'd you say? I, I followed you, so. Oh, good. I'll follow you back. Not right now, though. Awesome. I'm kind of busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to take a break and do some Tales from Tyrion. I can't yeah? wait. All right. 
<laughs> just almost threw up. Yeah, it's definitely on the end there. It was, it was a lot of... all of us. I imagine how much air is left in my diaphragm, and I try to push it out. Also, there's a picture of your wife right across from me, and often when we get to this moment, you turn away from me to monitor the board, yeah. and she and I eye lock. So when I think of this, I She's think She's giving of, you bedroom eyes, too. Yeah, right now. Or... She wants to hit me? I can't tell. No, that's, that's bedroomized. She made that photo so that I would have something at work to look at her. Oh. Because she went to a Christmas party at work while I was gone on the road a long time ago. But you, you put it there so that your guests see it. That's a good point by you. <laughs> but, oh, see, oh, there you go. There we go. Uh, welcome yeah, to the party. What's, up, baby? what's going doing? on? I had the monkey. Oh. <laughs> Lots has been happening in the world of Tyria as of late. Uh, I have been playing a lot more than regularly uh, and been enjoying the it. festival thing. Thing is closed. No, it goes on for another week. Oh. So uh, last week I spent a, so a two weeks after April Fool's it for goes like the, the first two weeks. Uh, I may, it may even go to the 22nd. I, I'm not even sure. It goes for like a chunk of spring. Uh, I've had my fill of it. I did a bunch of it. I got a uh, backpack. So the, if, for those of you who don't remember last time, it is the super adventure box uh, event in, in Guild Wars 2. It's this 16 bent version of the game that you get to go around and, and experience those homage to the heydays of the SNES and uh, I get to unlock a bunch of stuff that then's usable in the rest of the world. So I, I've unlocked a backpack that looks like a treasure box, but it's all 8-bitty and kind of glowy and cubey. And I also got uh, three uh, miniatures. And miniatures are little things that follow you around in the in the world. Most of the time, they're like little creatures that you get from other elements of the game, like you can have a little uh, fire dragon or something follow you. Or I, Because I played the original Guild Wars, I have a very rare uh, tabby cat that follows me around. It gets a lot of attention for people because the only way to get a tabby cat is if you played the original <laughs> Guild Wars 1. So now I have a, <laughs> obviously, I have a sweet 16-bit breakdancing spider. <laughs> he has sunglasses and eight legs of funkiness. He does the moonwalk. Is there a, like a, an 8-bit song that plays whenever he no, does No, but he dance? does go... So he does... He dances a cappella. Yeah, if you leave him... If I'm standing still... And not bad. Because yeah, most yeah, of the yeah. time, he just follows me around. But if you leave him alone, he does a little animation. He's got three of them. Does he do like a coffee grinder with four of his he, legs? He or? does it. He does a, um, like uh, a backspin. Yeah, backspin. A on flare. It. Mm-hmm. A, you know, like a breakdancer. So he yeah. gets on his back and all of his legs go around. And then he gets up and he does this like, yeah. Yeah, I have to see this. It's pretty great. Why are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> no, right? not at all. Dig that up. Uh, so, and uh, meanwhile, once I got those items, I then went into the regular world, and then I felt like I was experiencing a legitimate Ready Player One experience because I have these low res, kind of kitschy items in this very stylized universe. Guild Wars Two takes a lot of their uh, imagery from paintings. It's supposed to look illustrated. Even the trees have this kind of like paint oil painting kind. Of look to them, and so to have this oil painting backdrop, backdrop along with my dancing eight-bit digital spider, uh, it gave me this feeling of like, oh, I'm I'm playing a game within a game right now. Did you find your dancing spider? No, it doesn't seem like it. People are just dancing. Oh yeah, they're probably just dancing. Oh wait, there's a spider. Isn't that your spider? Is he digital? Is he eight bit? Does he have sunglasses? No, that's just a regular spider. Oh, that's I'll nice. dig up a picture. You'll love him. So when I was done with that, I then completed one of the uh, the chapters. 
from last month in which I uh, we were still trying to solve the mystery of Rada Primus, which is a secret city. It was the previous episode. Okay. We went around and, and blew some stuff up. It was pretty great. It resulted in a really epic boss battle at the end of the uh, the story where uh, we had these storm callers, which are these uh, African-inspired uh, guys that could call down lightning. And we had the, and then we jumped off the plane and we fought this uh, giant creature and it went on for a, quite some time. It what was, kind of the plane is it? Like an airplane? Yeah, I have airships. We have airships in Guild and Wars It looks too. like a plane or that? No, it looks like an airship. It looks like a ship that, like a that flies Zeppelin? in the Yes, like a zeppelin. Okay. Yeah, that's that's accurate. But the but the bottom of it looks like a like a sea ship, so that it has okay. decks and stuff. And so it's like a pirate it. ship that flies in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little Final Fantasy in that okay. way, but that it fits in the universe. So that's that's been a lot of fun. Uh, and then I went in and um, was able to unlock more points. So now my uh, Griffin can heal at, at random points, or any of my flying mounts can heal. Uh, and uh, and then I experimented with some of my other professions, as I was mentioning before i main meaning i an pl- elementalist i play as an elementalist I know yes this. you're right yeah. but i wanted to uh your friend <laughs> thanks for listening justin to these to these segments that i've been pouring my heart into i listen always <laughs> retained sometimes <laughs> so i went and played some of my other professions and i uh went over to my hollow smith which i haven't done in a little while and that and it's always just such a blast that's the new elite uh skill for the engineer so she has the ability to she is pretty much a lightsaber and uh, she can call forth these hollow Holographic images uh, and, and like Tupac. Uh, <laughs> take this. No, she'll she'll replace it with this hollow All emitter. Eyes on me. <laughs> I don't know that one. And she'll she'll turn into a hologram herself, and then she she replaces her weapon with so the, like decoys. Yeah, uh, no, that's a different profession. Oh. That's the mesmer. But instead, you can uh, summon a holographic hammer and smash it down, or a holographic gun. Do 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 do, and you get one shot. So all of a your Green five skills. Yeah, yeah, mixed with your own portable holodeck a little. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. You'd you'd probably like it. So I often think uh, I love I love watching new players choose a profession, especially just based on the instructions of like here are the nine things that you can do. What do you want to? Because you don't actually see them in action, which I think is an interesting part about role playing games and MMORPGs that you you get about two minutes. I mean, maybe you can spend two minutes, maybe you'll spend five minutes making these choices about your character that can never be changed. And then you're you're married to them and you don't know, like, do is it possible where I could go in and make each character play with it for two minutes? Absolutely. But not like worry about making it look specific. Oh, yeah. And learn and then go, oh, this is the one. I Absolutely. You'd have to delete it, though. You'd have to delete the and start over each yeah, time. Yeah, because you only get five character slots on the paid account, two on the base free account. So you could try a bunch and delete it. And the, and the opening, as soon as you start the character in the very beginning of the game, there's a tutorial level that's like a little chapter that's a private zone. There are other new people there. And they're, every time I do it, because I have a free character slot just to see, just to experiment every now and then to see what a, a different character would look like, there's always somebody else new that's starting the game. There, you'll never start the game alone. There's always somebody else that's it's like either been playing forever and is starting a new character or is brand new to the game. So mm. you get that brand new game experience and get to experience it with someone new to the game as well. How often do you get to see new people join or is that a Twitch thing you found? No, I, well, if you do that level, if you start a brand new character, you start in a zone that's private that only brand new players can be in because they don't want to mess so with it. that's how you see new yeah, people yeah, 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 who yeah, they yeah. choose. But then it. when they come out of that, they end in this one space and you can wait there for them in the world because it's a free open. So you could actually stand there and i've seen people recruit for their guilds and be like hi are you new would you like a guild 
Hi, welcome. I see that you uh, do not belong to a guild yet. Would you like to? And most of the, the story, the tutorial chapter, something happens, an accident or something like you win the boss fight, but not get knocked out and then you wake up in the hospital. And so you're waking up in the hospital and somebody's over your bed. Would you like to join a guild? <laughs> <laughs> not very often, but it can happen. So it's a nice place to hang out and greet new players if you're really helpful. I've seen people that, that all they do is play Guild Wars. So they go and kind of do it as like community service. They go over there and hang out and say, hey, you're new here. Can I help you with anything? You looking for anything? Wow. How would you like to find out more about this game? Uh, this reminds me of what I learned about one hour, one life, yes. or one life, one hour. Yes, yes. Uh, I told you about it before we started the show, but I they, I got a very interesting email. In fact, I wonder if, I, uh, if it's worth pulling up. Is that he sent out this email basically kind of saying, hey, here's what's going on with the uh, with the game. And he had what he calls a, an apocalyptic event. Mm. that certain people who were playing uh, witnessed it. Oh, so like it happened at a certain time. time. Yeah. He said, boy, did that wake everyone up or what? For those of you who had played 100 plus hours and are so mad after one day of change that you're thinking about asking for a refund, remember, this is a game that is being actively developed by one person working alone, doing everything. 12 to 16 hour days. It's Saturday. Wow. My family needs me, but here I am. Wow. So think for a minute before you jump on the review button and call me lazy in all caps, please. I must have freedom to try things, dangerous things, game-breaking things, in endless quest to make the game better and more interesting. I appreciate that you love the game as is and don't want it to change, but the numbers that I see on my end tell a different story. Mm. Yes, there are an impressive number of concurrent players at peak times, 150 to 200, which I thought was really interesting. Only mm. 150 to 200 players thousand at the same no i think it's just 150 to 200 like what but that number has started to slide and is nowhere near where it was a few weeks ago in the meantime fourteen thousand people own the game mm -hmm. they are not playing mm -hmm. for a reason mm. and it has yeah, the time to write this to do with the apocalypse <laughs> yeah it has to do with the game not being quite good enough yet. The game is interesting and compelling, but up to the point where established villages achieve a steady perpetual state. If you have limitless food, there is no challenge, no danger, ah. no drama. Grievers are a symptom, not a cause. And I don't know what that t means. Or griefers. Let me think. Grief oh, oh, it's the gamer turn, a griefer. What's a griefer? Uh, keep talking. Okay. Uh, I want to say it right. If, uh, if you are struggling to survive, you have no time for griefing. And this game should always be about struggling to survive at some level. It should always be possible to yeah. fail both at the individual and village level. But villages were everywhere. You could always wander into a deserted one and pick right up uh, back up again. Failure meant nothing. Mm. Thus, the game sorely needed a hard reset. I decided it would be more interesting to put that power into your hands and see what you did with it. I also wanted to create a shared collective event. Those who witnessed the apocalypse apocalypse waves firsthand will never forget them. It's over now, but the reset happened. And the result for the time being is a great game that is much more interesting again. So I'm guessing that it just uh, like white it went to scorched earth. I don't, I don't know. know. I wish he would have gone into it, this but it's brilliant. It's kind of smart on his part that he doesn't tell someone like me because then that's gonna get me to play the game more, I guess, so that I don't wow. miss. Isn't that interesting? Event. Isn't that interesting that he's even saying you? I have your money. Fourteen thousand people. He said at twenty bucks a pop, right? We'll say on average, right? Mm -hmm. I'm mean, sure other people have it for free or whatever keys that were given out. No, what he's saying is keys. Well, maybe yeah, okay. But maybe he sir, like let's say thing. that everybody that owns it paid for it. It's twenty eight thousand dollars. I guess that's not a ton of money, right? No, that's two hundred eighty thousand dollars. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, he's gonna have to pay more than half of that in taxes. 
I, and and I'm sure there are costs in um, hopefully in he's serving. got a lot of costs because otherwise he eats a ton of that in taxes. Yeah, well, I mentioned some of that. He, he, yeah, for server costs and that kind of thing. I'm sure he's got quite an impressive rig putting this whole game together. But let's say that aside, that's he could consider himself done at this yeah. point, and he's not. He's he's keep pressing. I, I grief is a, pretty much a troll. So they go agree for if you're griefing, you just go around. You have nothing better to do in the game but to make the game annoying for other people. So like randomly stabbing people. Exactly. Like okay. Yeah, yeah. Remember in when we played DC Universe Online, that the people would just stand in the doorway and block oh, entrances yeah. out of the out of the main hub. They could just block you, and you couldn't get by. That's griefing. Uh, in the place of the apocalypse, I have added a new placement algorithm for Eves that will have a similar periodic cleansing effect, not server wide, but at the lineage level. This is where I, I interesting. like, and I'm sorry that I'm reading an email, but I really think this is interesting mm-hmm. what this guy is doing. Your chance to continue living and working in a given village will end when the lineage in that village dies out. Huh. No more wandering back later and starting over in the same spot oh. with everything already done, built for you. Each new line will start in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That said, pilgrimages to old village locations are still possible, but they will require concerted group effort to pull off Oregon Trail style. But after I implemented this new Eve placement, which involved only a few lines of code, a strange thing happened. Server CPU and disk usage rose steadily over the next 16 hours, eventually getting to the point where the servers were so bogged down and laggy that the game was almost unplayable. If you experience this today, I'm sorry about that. I've fixed it now, but the he's lazy and lame and a terrible person for making this game that I enjoy for nothing. But the source of the problem was surprising. The underlying databases are hash table based. I'm hoping that some you guys understand this where I can't. Well, obviously, it's more (laughs) as more entries are added to these tables. Collisions occur, effectively creating a chain of pages in the hash table. Lookups for these later entries thus have to step through several pages before finding the matching item. The general pattern here is that as more of the map is explored and modified, the servers become slower and slower as oh, hash sure. table collisions become more common and multi-page lookups are needed. That has always been the case throughout the history of the game. But now, suddenly, with the new far-flung Eve placement, it became a serious problem. It turns out that all these far-flung Eves were exploring more and more of the world than ever uh. before, whereas previous Eves were in the same area, so they kept wandering through already visited places on the map. And it didn't have to create anything new. This made the underlying databases grow and fill with collisions. As an example, one of the da- databases had such long collision chains that the average uh, lookup would need to hop through 175 hash table pages. Not good. Even worse, the newer entries in the hash table go at the end of these chains. As eaves were placed farther and farther away, this meant the quickest to access entries in the table, the oldest entries, were never being needed again. While the latest entries, the tiles we look for at around the latest eaves, were at the end of every long chain. Hmm. The game uses an existing database module called KissDB that is very fast, but probably not designed with this usage pattern in mind. The long-term solution is to rewrite the database from scratch as a stack so that the most recently accessed elements are the fastest to access, while the forgotten parts of the map slide to the ends of the chain. I'll be doing that work next week. So I'm assuming. Wow, that's amazing. I love that he's blogging. It feels like social network in real time. So what, yeah, what I think what he's saying is, is that. I love biopics. You, when you, when you, like, say you're an an Eve who just shows up when you enter the game and you're in a distant part of the map. 
that the, 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 the chain is how many times you come back to that same spot mm-hmm. or if you end up at a different spot. And by him pushing people out to more random spots, yeah. mm-hmm. then there are parts of the map that are left alone. And then those kind of fade away into non-existence right, right, right. so that they're only the resources are being devoted to things where yeah. people are doing stuff. Am I yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's accurate. <clears throat> and there was less. Re- so because people were being forced to discover, you know, landed in undiscovered terrain, they were exploring new areas in either in hopes of finding their area they were just in or just because the game became fun again. I think that's what he's implying, yeah. that by being reborn, not in a safe village, it upped the fun factor, which is always the hardest balance of challenge versus ease. He made some kind of a comment about how you don't need a uh, like you don't need another bear rug. Is what he like? Yeah, he, yeah, like yeah. He, was, he was picking up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I hope so. I hope everybody. Have else you? Thought, so I have you? How like, many hours have you dedicated to it since last week? None. Okay, so I, for, I played it for a little bit, and we, then right I saw after this the, email today, and, the, and you're going to play it again right yeah. after the show last week. Justin downloaded it and started playing it in the uh, in the green room show that we do after this. <laughs> but one. I and I wonder if I'm somehow falling into what he's saying psychologically. I go back. We've talked about it on the show because it was kind of an eye opening thing for me when uh, and I talked about this on my other podcast. It's the Portal Two thing where mm-hmm. he the guy when you unlock the behind the scenes, yeah. And he says the trick for this game, because the levels are pretty simple, he said, but how do you come up with a puzzle or challenge that is so uh, that's challenging enough that when you figure it out, you get that little like happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not so hard that you get frustrated and want to stop playing. It's about and he goes, if you find that perfect sweet spot. That's what makes everybody love it. I, I think por- for me, Portal 2 fell on that frustrating. And I remember the first time I played that game, it took me weeks to play. Those yeah. cha- those puzzles were so damn challenging that the only thing keeping me going was that I was getting that they were so challenging that I was doing something that I'd never done before. Walk through that, walls. That game opened up in me this idea that I really like the simplicity of yeah. it and the, yeah. and the mental challenge. And I know this sounds really lame, but uh, but. Because it, it makes it sound like I think I'm smart, but it's the exact opposite. Is that for some reason video games allow me to stop thinking? Yeah, and even if I'm focused on a task, but it's I, in every other aspect of my life, I feel like I'm doing three things at one time. Yeah, and there, and in, and when I do that, I could just zero in on this one thing. When you do improv, it's, it's like sleeping. When you do improv, do they all synchronize into one? What do you mean? When, so I have I suffer from the same thing that I feel like there's usually about three tracks running in my brain, three yes. different conversations happening mentally. When I when I'm in an improvised scene, when I'm doing improv, they all harmonize. They may be there may be three tracks running, but they're all focused on the same thing. No, when I improvise, I think it's it's it kind of is the same thing as a video game thing, but it's more about intuition, like. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just go with whatever thought or feeling. Very rarely mm-hmm. will I have something planned unless I'm not. But do the, the other voice, what are the other voice? Do you find yourself? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just, it's one Everything, singular focus. It's one singular it zeroes focus. zeroes in on that yeah. one thing. Yeah, yes. yeah, like gaming. It's yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so before we end our show today, I yeah. also wanted to share what I was doing. I I saw some people asking, thank you again, about the my Star Wars um, unpacking. I've been reimagining the Star Wars uh, prequels as they could have been or should have been. And I had every intention of writing the next installment of that last night. Uh, but my son and I have been playing uh, Garden Warfare 2, uh, Plants vs. Zombies. And uh, we've been playing it for, whatever, two months now. And uh, yesterday, I unlocked 
the tree character that's in this. This this is the culmination of about twenty hours of gameplay the in giant the, tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's smaller, but it's the same character. It took about twenty hours. I did it, but my son and I have separate accounts, of course, and so he's been asking for it to do it. There are some challenges that I was only able to do in like late hours of the night by myself, hanging out, playing the game, and just going through like beating my head against the wall. When I have my five year old next to me, he likes to talk and engage and one of the times recently when i was working on things he goes oh this is going to be double this is going to be epic it's going to be double epic okay i'll be quiet now <laughs> so he says that unprovokedly you unprovoked. don't look or I, anything no he nothing does. i'm playing he's he, he knows like i need to be quiet so dad can focus on this double <laughs> epic thing adorable so so uh, i've been playing and so as i've been unlocking the character because i you know i'm an, i'm older and i can focus on it i can do the task he and anything that he needs to do uh, that's seriously challenging I have to do for him. So I essentially was doing it twice. And my character was further along. So I, I finished it first and then I let him play with it. And then he just kept talking. It was a, it, it, he brings it up every day for weeks. I hope I can't wait to unlock the tree. I want to unlock the tree, but I know you have to do that one jumping puzzle and you don't want to do that jumping puzzle. So I'm probably never going to get the tree, but I want the tree, but I'm probably never going to get it. So yesterday I put him to bed and I was like, I'm going to go work on, on this Star Wars thing. And I thought, you know what I really want to do? is unlock that tree for him. So I stayed up for two more hours I, the tree? and I got the tree for him. I put on uh, a Netflix show and just a rant, watch Kimmy Schmidt and some other stuff and, uh, and Star Trek and, um, and sat and played. Uh, so I had to, here's all the steps that were remaining, which was over two hours of experience for him. I had to finish a jumping puzzle that had taken me hours to master. I did it on the second try. Nice job. <laughs> that res- gave me you the- You are the wizard. Whoa! After two hours, I then had to do a boss battle, which then gave me the ability to crack a code. I had done all the gates. So then I'm like actively doing cryptography, like, okay, this is this, this is this. Then the code unlocked another, the doubly epic boss battle that my son mentioned earlier, which is very difficult to do. Uh, thankfully, he had a lot of stuff on hand because he never uses them. Then that allowed me uh, to gain access to a chest that you could only unlock by doing a unique uh, is this different from the other thing you had to unlock with the chest? This is the same thing. These oh, are the, this is the, the, the final been, steps. Okay. So then I had to uh, unlock this chest that the only, this is why I needed to do it last night, the only way to get uh, rainbow stars is on these weekend events, and they only happen two times uh, a week uh, that are really easy to get to. So I bothered to tell you all this because I had 10 hours left, and I knew if I didn't do it for the next two weeks, my poor son would just be coveting yeah. my tree, which is not a big deal, because uh, he, you know, it's okay if he doesn't get everything he wants. But really, I was like, it'll be more fun to have yeah. the tree with Hopefully him. Have the tree, yeah, yeah together. So um, the game is a very different experience at eleven o'clock at night than it is at eleven o'clock in the morning. How so? Because when you play at eleven o'clock in the morning on these on these group events, there are fifty. There's like twenty people on each side. Plants versus zombies. You're running around. You're just trying to rack up kills, and the first one to fifty kills wins. When you play at eleven o'clock at night. I'm pretty sure it's all stoners. And there are like four of us <laughs> on each side. And it takes forever. And the game takes a different level of strategy. Where You have to get actual person killed? You have to get vanquishes. You can't just throw yourself into the rock. There's a moment where I was like, fine, if you guys don't want to hunt me down. There's a point where I gave up. I was like, fine, just let's end the game. And I ran up to guys and I'm like, shoot me. And they wouldn't do it. Why? Because they wanted to play the game. And so I had to like fight them. And actually, we 
it made something that during the day would have taken about 40 minutes. It took two hours to do. I mean, it was like, I even let, oh, it was just so arduous. And so I finally got to the, I'm like, great. He's got his 30 stars. He can unlock the rest. And I literally like, beep, turned the thing off. And, uh, and so now he has his tree. <laughs> did he, what did he do when you got up there we, this morning? We have it. So we, I let him go to school. He came home and I told him, I actually put the camera on him like Disneyland style and explained to him like, you know, you want this and everything. And the look on his face of like, I, I, he felt like his pupils dilated so large that I could see interstellar space inside them. Like, it's they just blew up. Is that the half hour that you had to play today? Is yeah. that when he yeah, found yeah, out? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. So we had to do it right then. So I didn't. Uh, I'd love to entice your sons to come and play because I don't even think they know no. that that these are playable no. characters. So you can get a tree on the good guy side. You can get a hovering goat on the on the zombie side, and we'll be unlocking that the next time the rainbow stars are available. So we wanted to surprise them as they showed up to beat us up. That we would be standing there yes, in these trees. epic, super difficult to achieve trees. And and just see them destroy those instead of the or other characters. Maybe we could coordinate this, and I can also video my kids. Oh, that would be on great. To show, and then they could be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, that would be, be amazing. They curse too. They will. They'll, they because I don't believe they know. Because I asked you if they've been unlocked. Is it as long as they've been playing? I thought for sure they've done this. Now that I've done it, it's it's a chore. Like it takes a dad. No, I don't think they even know how, that this is. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. That's a game that they've enjoyed entirely on their own, uh, and they had they just would shoot. They would just shoot, 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 and then they eventually got bored with that. So then for a while they were doing missions, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then they started doing that, and then they moved. But they on. have to only do those on their own, right? The missions, or do they do them together? Uh, I think they were taking turns. I don't know. Yeah, like, they were I mean, taking like, turns. I haven't yeah. been too invested in what. So they haven't. With that. They probably haven't gotten to it because it's to get all these... Jacob then because he's the one because he's the older brother. He'll manipulate his little brother and be like, "Hey, let's <laughs> shoot on my profile." Ah, that's very clever. Now they may know that it exists because they're the events are about the every every from Thursday to Sunday it changes and it's like here's the event this weekend earn your rainbow stars. So if they've ever asked what do I spend these rainbow stars on other than these three chests that are in the room. They, they no, may they know. know that they buy guys. I've heard them yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and then it's funny because when you played and Quinn said, uh, what, what do, uh, what did they get? What stickers did they yeah, get? Yeah, yeah. So the next day at dinner, I, I, I remembered, yeah. I said, Oh, Quinn was asking what stickers you got. And, what and did Jacob was like, Oh, I've, I have no idea. There's so many. <laughs> and I said, I go, well, no, I mean, after the game you played with him and Kevin, he was like, I still have no idea. I, don't, I, can't, I can't remember. It is a lot. There yeah, are okay. there are literally thousands of them. There's there's the sticker book is how you unlock stuff. It's thousands of yeah. things because you get hats, you get costume pieces, you get extra bots to fight with you, and then you have characters to unlock. It's a lot of things. That's so funny. And that's good that you let him. Like, did you let him buy it? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got good. to do it. Yeah, you're a good dad, man. Uh, too kind, too kind. All right, there we go. So, uh, oh, can we see this video on your Instagram or something? Or is oh, that yeah, something maybe just you and your. Family? I think it's just yeah, he's, it's it's very personal, that but you sense. can see it. That makes sense. But I will play you. You should come and play with us if you if you anybody. Uh, can I add is a third person or it's only two people? It's right? just two, but we can play the game together. So I'm uh, on PlayStation. I'm the Kevin Miller. Uh-huh. Just add me as a friend. I'm on it all the time, and it's very easy to join games in there because we usually do the Garden Ops. I've noticed that it's even easier than uh, like Call of Duty sometimes just yeah. to get on to play with the same person. Yeah, absolutely, if as long as your friends. It's the really only hard easy to part in. is that if you have two people, you have to make sure that you're joined in the game first yeah. before you accept the invitation, and then it brings both of you. Over. Oh, that's it. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 
Uh, so check out Kevin at Unlockable Man on the Instagram. His Twitch is twitch.tv slash the Kevin Miller. April 11th, 8.30 Pacific time. He will be streaming. PM. Sli- uh, PM, correct. Mm. I'm sorry. Uh, he will be streaming <laughs> uh, Sly. He'll be playing that. So tune into right. that on Twitch, April 11th, 8.30 Pacific. Mm. And I think I think that's it. Well, my my wife has been putting together the ch- uh, parent teacher uh, appreciation at our Westminster preschool. Uh, so if you would like to donate to that, let us know. Uh, it, uh, Justin's tenant is really keen on getting a coffee cart. So if you uh, live in the Los Angeles area and have a coffee cart, we'd love to have you supply uh, freshly brewed, handcrafted beverages for teachers. And that reminds me: is uh, my wife and I have recently learned about a tragedy that mm. is happening here in the streets of Burbank is that there are many a pre-adolescent child who are not able to enjoy a Pop-Tart with butter on it. And so what my <laughs> wife and I are doing, it, uh, we're working with Ralph's, which is a local grocery store yeah. chain. And for every uh, box of Pop-Tarts that you purchase, they will donate an additional box of Pop-Tarts and a butter stick. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, to uh, to a, a family in need. Mm. And by a family in need, it's not it's not socioeconomic. It's not about helping poor people. It's about getting high fructose corn syrup into children who are, good. are not. It's not really accessible for them. So yeah. it, they could have an affluent mother who only feeds them granola, not knowing that that's also yeah. bad for them. Yeah, that's a big blind uh, spot. But thinks that, yeah, right. And so that's, that's what we're trying to get, yep. is get into that blind mm-hmm. spot. Uh, and I'm also uh, just spreading awareness that American Eagle lingerie brands... <laughs> <laughs> Almost made you spit your tea. <laughs> um, they use models uh, without photoshopping them, so that's a uh, that's a big win for consumerism. And I think it's a trend that we should use uh, the, to deconstruct the uh, over idolization of uh, women that don't exist that only exist in print. <laughs> oh, I almost couldn't swallow. I was I had it like oh, I stopped man. it, but for some reason, that's the first time I couldn't swallow. It was, it was there. Well, like the I, thought, I was like, was oh, there. I got it. I got it. All right. <laughs> On that note, on behalf of the Kevin Miller, support these causes, guys. It's very important. Open up your wallets, you uptight assholes. Uh, oh, the most song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>Welcome to the Gamerland Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Warsham, and you are currently stuck in a time loop where the show will end and repeat. It worked on me. I thought it was happening. (laughs) I was super confused. Oh, no. Did we delete that episode? (laughs) None of this was recorded. Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.